hello from the members of First United Methodist Church in Royce City. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We hope you find it meaningful and relevant. You're invited to join us for worship anytime, and you can learn more about our worship options, location, and small group opportunities by visiting our website, fumcroycecity.org. Today, we hear from our pastor, Reverend Chris Everson. May God bless you as you listen to His Word proclaimed. Oh God, what, what a joy it is to be able to proclaim resurrection, to, to continue that story, a story that some say is foolish, a story that says that if you, if, that some say that if you believe in this, you're foolish. But Lord, we are here to proclaim the foolishness of the cross because we know what happened after crucifixion, and that is resurrection. That is living fully in, in the power of you defeating the forces of death and allowing us to share in your resurrection. So God, as we join together in worship with, with all the business happening on 66, with all of our hearts and minds maybe going to other places, we pray that you just bring us together right now and that you allow the words of my mouth and the meditation of each heart here to be pleasing in your sight, O oh Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen. Our scripture for this morning is from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 24, verses 1 through 12. Uh, Rachel did an, a great job of, of singing this message at the beginning of our service, but hear these words from God's holy word. On the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the women took the spices they had prepared and, and went to the tomb. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that, that gleamed like lightning stood beside them. In their fright, the women bowed down with their faces to the ground, but the men said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here. He is risen. Remember how he told you while he was still with you in Galilee, the Son of Man must be delivered over to the hands of sinners, be crucified, and on the third day be raised again. Then, then they remembered his words. When they came back from the tomb, they told all these things to the eleven and to all the others. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the others with them who told this to the apostles. But they did not believe the women because their words seemed to be like nonsense. Peter, however, got up and ran to the tomb. And bending over, he saw the strips of linen lying by themselves. And he went away, wondering to himself what had happened. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. So over the past 46 days... During this, this season of Lent, our, our focus has been three words. Those three words are listen to 
him. That is what we've been focusing on. That, that, that's what we've been looking for a, a, as we move through this season of, of Lent. And if you remember, the very first Sunday, we, we were on top of a mountain, a mountain of transfiguration. And if you're familiar with that story, that's the story where, where Jesus is up there with three of his disciples, Peter, James, and John, and, and then all of a sudden Moses and Elijah show up. And Jesus is shining like the sun. And as he is shining like the sun, there is a voice that comes out. And it's the voice of God the Father. And he says, hey. may not have said hey, but he said, listen to him. Take the opportunity to, to, to listen to exactly what it is that, that Jesus is saying because it is important. This morning, we, we don't hear the voice of the Father, but instead we hear the voice of, of, of two angels that, that have shown up at the tomb while, while the women were there trying to prepare the body, and, and the body's gone, and the, and the women are just, just flabbergasted. They, they, they have no idea what happened to Jesus' body. And when the angels spoke, they echoed the words of the Father. They told the women to listen, but to remember his words. Remember exactly what it was that, that Jesus had spent those three years teaching the disciples. Those, those, through those words that, that he still says to each and every one of us when we open up the Holy Scriptures. Three times in the Gospel of Luke. We see that Jesus has told the disciples and those that were following him what is going to happen. And it still caught them off guard. Three times Jesus wanted them to, to know, hey, this, this is what we're headed to. And, and maybe it, look, it may look like we're headed to the end, but we're not. We're headed to a new beginning. We're, we're headed to the, the, this new opportunity where you will no longer be separated from the one who created you. You will no longer have to, to worry about your salvation because I am going to do a work. As a matter of fact, he says it this way in, in Luke chapter 9, verses 22, 21 and 22. This is the first time he speaks to the disciples. He says, he strictly warned and commanded them to tell this to no one, saying, the Son of Man must suffer many things, and the Son of Man must be rejected by the elders and the chief priests and the scribes, and the Son of Man must be killed, but he'll be raised on the third day. So, so Jesus was laying it all out for them to, at the very beginning, saying, hey, look, all of this stuff is going to happen. Everything that I tell, I tell you is going to pass. But don't pay attention to, to what the scribes and the Pharisees may do to me. I will die. However, I will be raised again. I think it's important to remember what happened right before Jesus spoke these words. 
Peter was talking to Jesus, and, and they were asking questions about, about who Jesus is. And the disciples were saying, well, some people say you're Elijah. Some people say you're, you're a really great prophet. Some people say that, that you're even John the Baptist who, who was recently killed. And Jesus looked at his disciples and said, who do you say that I am? And Peter cries out, well, well you are God's Messiah. You are the one who, who will save all of us. However, I think Peter didn't realize exactly how that saving work would happen. I think they said that with Jesus being God's Messiah, that, that, that he would ride into Jerusalem triumphantly, which we saw happen on Palm Sunday. But then he would just take over. A and he would, he would rule over Jerusalem just like all of the other kings in the past ruled. And, and a new kingdom will be set up. But that's not how Jesus came to his authority. It's not through power. It's not through, through a fort brute, but it is Jesus giving himself up to death. Jesus giving himself up to death and a burial, which is what we'll profess here momentarily when, when, we, when we come to the table. When we say, let us proclaim the mystery of faith, what is it we say? Christ died, Christ risen, and Christ will come again. That, my friends, is what we proclaim this very day. It, it is that promise that each and every one of us can live in the power of the resurrection. And, and allow the faith of the power of the resurrection to, to, to move us, to mold us, to, to shape us. So that we can fully embrace the kingdom of God. It's a living faith. N.T. Wright, who is a theologian, he, he said it this way. The message of Easter is that God's, God's new world that has been unveiled in Jesus Christ, and now you are invited to belong in it. Isn't that great news? We are now invited through Jesus' death and resurrection to, to be a part of, of this new world that, that is unveiled among us, around us, and in us, so that we can bodily proclaim Christ's resurrection to the world around us. Philippians 3, verses 10 through 11 says it this way. Should I want to know Christ. I want to know Christ. Yes, to know the power of his resurrection and, and participation in his suffering, becoming like him in his death, and so somehow attaining to the resurrection from the dead. Last week, Palm Sunday, we, we ended Palm Sunday this year differently than, than I've ever ended as pastor here at Roy City. We ended it in silence. And we, we ended for you to remember to not skip over the Passion Week and, and move directly to resurrection. Because we have to remember why Jesus came and died. It's because we're sinners. 
because, because we are in a need of resurrection. We, we need to know the power of Christ in a remarkable way so that we can live fully into that resurrection. See, we have to remember that Jesus is not just a model for us to, to think about. That, that there are many wisdom traditions out there that, that, that have some good things to say, but the thing that, that, that keeps us separate from them is that we don't hold on to just the wisdom of Jesus Christ. We hold on to an event. And that event is that, that Christ died for us. And Christ was raised again. All the other wisdom traditions cannot say that this happened. But because we hold true to, to Jesus fully dying and, and fully being raised from the dead, we can live as Easter people. And being live, living as Easter people, remember the important things is that first and foremost that you are loved. The love of, of Jesus Christ is what holds us. That, that, that while you may feel separated from, from what is happening to you here on the earth, it is the love and grace of Jesus Christ that, that brings you peace. It is the love and grace of, of Jesus Christ that, that helps you to, to move forward. It is the love of Jesus Christ that does the second most important thing in our lives that we must remember is that we must leave those dead things behind us. We must leave the power of our sin behind us and live in the freedom that God has given each and every one of us. Because when we live in that power, we can say, I'm no longer trapped by those things that I used to live in. But because the power and love and grace of God lives in me, I can then move forward in the kingdom. It's amazing to me sometimes that we think that the kingdom of God is just something that will happen in the future. Or it'll happen when we pass from this life and move on to the next. While that is an amazing reward, when Jesus came, and, and was born on this earth, that was the breaking through of the kingdom of God. And, and each and every one of us, every day, we are invited to be a part of God's kingdom. So I hope we don't wait. I, I hope we don't say that I've accepted Jesus as my Savior and I'm just waiting for that time where, where, where life passes and I'm able to be with my Savior in heaven. No. Jesus calls us to live in the kingdom right now. That's why we pray the prayer. Well, well, we'll pray that here during our communion liturgy. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. The resurrection gives us the bold opportunity to proclaim the risen Christ, to say that we as Christ followers are now living in his kingdom. And his kingdom will have no end. That's why we come to this table. That's why we participate in, in the breaking of the bread and the pouring of the cup. And I, and I love that we're able to celebrate this today during this service together. 
Because when we participate in the breaking of the bread and the pouring of the cup, we are saying that we are ready. We are ready to advance God's kingdom right here and right now. Allowing the power of, of this holy communion to fill us so that we may abundantly share in the kingdom of God. Let us pray. Oh God, as we come to your table, we celebrate resurrection. As, as we come to your table, we celebrate the work that you have done in and among us. And we celebrate the work that is yet to be done. Because we remember that we live as your beloved and you desire that not one person on this earth to, to be separated from you. So God, as we eat the bread and as we drink the cup, strengthen us to boldly be your disciples, to boldly proclaim Christ as our Lord. And we pray this in the name of the one who loves us and cares for us, Jesus our Lord. Amen.